Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to First Time Dads. My name is Richard Dennis. And I'm Steve Mudd. Uh, Steve and I have been talking recently about how we've really kind of focused very much uh, on the sort of more conventional form of fatherhood, I suppose, through um, our own experiences. We're both married with kids. Uh, we've ended up really talking an awful lot about the sort of quote-unquote traditional family setup, um, which is why right now we are sat in the kitchen of a colleague of ours at the Daily Mirror, Anne Stenhouse. Now, Anne has a little boy called Louis. Is two and a half, That's and uh, she lives with her partner Sophie. Um, Anne, welcome to First Time Dad. Thank welcome, you for welcome, having welcome. me. Um, it's a pleasure. You know, it's so nice to have you. Lovely house you've got. Thank got you. A lovely plate of mince pies in front of us, and we've been given coffees, which we, you know, don't get daily towels. And <laughs> tell us about Louis and Sophie, and how you you, you found yourself in this situation. So uh, Sophie and I have been together now for oh, fifteen years now. <laughs> giving my age away, uh, and uh, Louis is uh, two and a half now, and talking, and he's a trouble, um, and Sophie and I, we were talking about wanting to have children uh, some years ago, and, um, you know, thinking about the ways that one might do it in a situation that we're in, being a lesbian couple, and of course there are many different ways that you can do it these days, but we happen to be talking to a friend of mine, uh, who I went to university with. We were all at a wedding, actually. We hadn't seen him for 10 years or so. Uh, and uh, we, were, we all had, had a couple of glasses of wine, it must be said. But this isn't to say that we don't take this whole thing very seriously. <laughs> Louis. I was going to um, say, that was a conversation along, uh, isn't it? So uh, we were talking about how we'd love to have children. He said, I'd love to have a child as well. So we said, hey, have a child with us. This would be brilliant. Uh, with the way one does when you're when you're drunk at a wedding, when maybe the one doesn't do that, but you know that you say these things, yeah. and then the next day we all woke up and said, "Oh, that was interesting." And then we got in touch with him and said, "Look, you know, we weren't actually, joking. We weren't joking." <laughs> and he said, "Well, neither was I." So, uh, and you know, there began a, a beautiful thing. So uh, here wow. we are, a few years down the line, with Louis, who is now at nursery and is a bundle of trouble, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's great. So really, the reason that I wanted to talk to you guys about it is because mm. you're talking about being first time dads mm. and listening to to your podcast. So many things that you said. Uh, struck me as being relevant to me in my situation. Mm, this is very interesting. Um, yeah. As my partner, Sophie, was the one who gave birth to Louis um, and was breastfeeding him. And mm-hmm. I was going back to work and taking, uh, in adverted commas, paternity leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just struck me that, that so many of the things that you talk about aren't based on gender. Although you are the dads, yeah. not, it's not a fact of this is happening to me because I'm a a man in this situation mm. it's because you're not the mummy it's the role isn't it yeah, rather than the right. gender and or so, the biology or yeah and I might sound a bit naive, so apologies to anybody listening who, who thinks that but Rich and I are obviously the dads because that's the way you know that we're the men and our wives are the uh, the women how how do you and Sophie did you, did Sophie say I really want to give birth and you weren't keen or did you have a discussion about who was going to I think, carry Louis? I think she was always much keener than I was. I think that 
that um, some women have the, the biological clock that, mm. that ticks and others maybe not as strongly. Mm. And I think in our relationship, it was always quite clear that she was the one who, mm. who wanted to to have have um, a child herself. Although I wasn't, I wanted to have a child. I wasn't desperate to carry a child no. myself. Okay. So that's really how we sort of ended up with taking that route down there, really. Was that something quite natural then in terms of the way your relationship works that that was something that was almost always going to be the case when you came to yeah I think so it's it's something that yeah well it's I suppose yeah it was just it was just a natural organic way that we that we came to it and because we've been together for so long and because we knew each other so well that's it just sort of seemed to be a natural way that our relationship went that she was going to 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 give birth and and that she desperate you know that she Mm. desperately wanted to do that whereas I was a bit more like months yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, sounds you, quite painful you do that I'll let you have that experience yeah. so uh, <laughs> I'll take a step back and have you had friends who have been through similar processes no not really okay. actually we, so we were the first um, of our friends to do that I mean uh, um, lots of our friends had had children yeah. um, so I've got a lot of my friends who are from school um, you know just straight couples who have mm. had children mm. and we were actually weirdly slightly behind a lot of those people so a lot of our children we've got a two and a half year old and a lot of our friends now have sort of five six year olds mm. so we were slightly behind the curve with them mm. um but uh, but we were the first people we knew who had gone the route that we mm. did really um have others kind of are there other sort of gay couples you know who are now in, kind of using you almost as a sort of what's no. the word uh, kind of textbook of how, how well, can we go ahead we've, and we have got friends done? who who have had a child and they have interestingly gone the route of of, use, of of using a friend as a donor mm, who okay. is also involved so our the, the dad of our child is is involved with with um, um louis and also our friends have done that but there are also other friends who have gone the donor route mm. um mm. and it's just it's very different and actually in my group um of mums there's a lot a few of us in the streets around here who all know each other and yeah, we go yeah. out occasionally for a glass of wine and there's another um a gay pair a couple of gay parents there um, and you know, so so it's, it, it does happen, but it does happen differently. Yeah. And I think it really depends on a who you are as a couple, yeah. and, and b who your friends are. So you know, if you you might have someone who you think actually they'll they'll really be a great dad, mm. and then go down yeah. that route. And otherwise, some people don't want that. Mm. Some people want to keep their the, have their child as just you know we're the parents, and that's mm. the way you know me myself and my partner are the parents, and that's the way it is. Mm. And it's just each to their own, really. I would never yeah. sort of say that that's, there's a right or wrong way of doing it. I remember watching a documentary, I think on BBC Three, about same-sex female couples who were using sperm donors, and they were literally sort of advertising uh, on on a kind of you know on a, on a gum tree type mm. thing where they'd get the the guy would turn up or they'd meet a guy in like you know a car park and you know it would be a very sort of uh what a rough and ready sort of uh, yeah i think that's uh, in, in that's that's terribly that's, that sounds it sound, that sounds a little bit like something that would have happened in the past but yeah. possibly less so yeah, now yeah, 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 because yeah. i think that it's a much more mature industry is the wrong word but it's a much more mature it, there are many more people doing it nowadays yeah. so, you know um, it's worked itself out yeah it's, is it's, it something you can do on the NHS or is it I mean how, you could it, we, we, we could have gone down that route but it would have involved you You have to involve obviously the um, the, the donor mm-hmm. and, and it's quite an involved process mm-hmm. um, and uh, and we didn't we just didn't go down that route to be honest mm-hmm. with you just, it just would have taken lots of time mm-hmm. and uh just it, we just decided not to really mm. for, for, for for whatever reasons, yeah. but some people do absolutely. So how was it with 
you know, Sophie being pregnant, um, did you, uh, was the dad involved? No, he was, he wasn't involved in sort of going to the scans and stuff like that. So he was, he, at the moment, he actually, he lives in Paris at the moment. So he, after Louis was born, he lived here for, um, six, six, eight months, uh, just around the corner in Hackney. Okay. Uh, and he then, uh, met and moved in with his boyfriend who lives in Paris and so eventually they are going to move back to London, we hope. Uh, yeah. But currently he's in, he's in um, Paris. But he's, so he's always been there, but he's not... For example, we didn't sort of move him in yeah. and yeah. have him there as a third parent. Yeah. But he's always um, welcome. But he's always been mm. welcome and he comes over and Louis loves seeing his daddy. Yeah. Um, but we didn't... I think we didn't want necessarily to sort of crowd the house no. with people. Some people do do that. We've got a friend who, you know, they, the father of their child comes over, went over. I don't know if he still does now because they're a bit older, but stayed, would yeah. stay the night um, once a week. Yeah. And some people choose to do that yeah. um, and, and others don't. But, you know, he has... He's sort of... He come, he, Louis loves seeing his dad. He comes out, you know, and it's great for him to see yeah. him. And eventually when he moves back to London, we'll, he'll be more involved. Yeah. But interestingly... Because he hasn't been so hands-on from the get-go, when we when uh, Rob the dad comes over um, and we sort of leave Lou with him, he's a bit like, "What do I do when? What do I do if he does a poo? What do I do if you know?" <laughs> because he hasn't, so yeah, although yeah. his daddy hasn't yeah. got that parental experience at the moment. Well, I think there's probably dads <laughs> who, yeah, who we know, yeah. unfortunately, that probably are living the same house, well, married yeah. to the mum. Yeah. And also react in exactly the same way. Yeah, don't have such a good excuse. Yeah, exactly. So he comes back from the park. We send him off to the park, or we, you know, he comes in, and we both, Sophie and I, just go off. We say, mm. "But is it right? Brilliant. We're off. Go off yeah. and do what we need to do." Grab that and then we come back. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, haven't, "I haven't changed his nappy." You know, so does <laughs> Louis calls him daddy. Yes, he? absolutely. Okay. And what does what does Louis is he? As far as Louis is concerned, does he have two mummies? Is that he, well, um, Sophie's mummy, and I'm mama. Okay, um, which is not. By design on no. our part, because when we when he was born and before he was born and every time we had a conversation about it, all our friends would say, "So who's going to be called what?" And you know, are you no. going to be called Mama or Mummy Anne? Or and we sort, I sort of thought, well, I don't know. No. And so we left it. We just left it uh, because obviously, before your child is speaking, it doesn't really matter what you call each other. Mm-hmm. We were just Sophie and Anne. Um, and then when he started speaking, he naturally started calling her Mummy and me Mama. So. Oh. We just nice. thought, well, there you go. We left it at that, and it, yeah. it is good because yeah, make up his own mind. because when he wakes up in the middle of the night crying, and he says, "Mummy," I can say, "Doesn't want me." <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice to have that differentiator there yes. to yeah. sort of say, you know, he's he's not after me; he's after yeah. you. And then he start, so he goes, "Mummy, mummy, mummy, mama," and then she says, "No, nope, he wants you now." <laughs> but yeah, he he got there all on his own with that one. That's so, nice to yeah. sort of let him kind of make that, that call absolutely. himself. Absolutely, so yeah. he's got a mummy and a mama and a daddy. Mm, mm. And are you enjoying it? Being a mother, mm. absolutely. I mean, it, it's it had a bundle load of challenges, which I'm sure you mm. both. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, it's we're all not... sitting around the table here with bags under our eyes. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah. But I think and coffee and coffee <laughs> and mince pies, which we haven't eaten. No. To be fair, um, and I think. I actually think that now, because he's two and a half, we are getting, there's light at the end of that tunnel now. Mm. Um, because he wasn't a great sleeper, when and he he wasn't great at going to other people. Uh, he was quite sort of shy, and, and some I know some children are sort of, hey, pass them off to anyone mm. and everyone, whereas he was very much like, ah, who is this person? Um, but he's now getting to an age 
where he's I took him to nursery today and he's quite happy to wander off into nursery mm. and get mm. his rice krispies and mm. go and sit down and 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 actually is becoming very pleasant company sometimes mm. like not all the time as I'm sure you're aware that toddlers terrible are, toes yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah, but but he's actually because he's starting to speak and he's developing his speech um, really well he's becoming quite funny in a way you know and you just think oh, so, you know, maybe laugh there. Yeah. it's quite you know yeah, your little personality and everything but no we've, we've really enjoyed it it's been tougher than I thought mm. but at the same time I wouldn't change it for the world and I'm sure both of no, you would say no. that yeah, yeah exactly to go, to go back to I know you said at the start there that you'd found a lot of what we've spoken about mm. you know quite a lot resonated with you do you find when you look at sort of I hate using the term but traditional sort of mother and father roles do you find that you are taking on more of the kind of what you'd expect of a of a father, or is it more that he has that there's two mothers? Are, are there things that dads do that you've kind of taken on? Well, I suppose it's it's difficult for me to say because yeah. I don't really know. Yeah, well, yeah. in the same way that one might say to him when he's older, "Did you miss having a mum and a dad in the house?" He'd yeah. probably shrug and say, "I don't know because mm. this is my life. Because yeah. this is my life. I mean, I do all the cooking." Yeah. Uh, which is, I think, similar to what Steve does. So mm. that's not necessarily yeah. a, a mother's role. No, no. Um, so, you know, I think we just sort of split things fairly evenly. You, you've um, worked with us and you work, have worked some quite antisocial yes. hours. Yeah, that's possible. Which I guess is, I mean, mums obviously work antisocial hours as well, but it tends to be our experience, which is like, that dads struggle with being at work a lot of the time mm. and, and finding their way home. Have you found that process juggling? Because... I think that, yeah. that from Rich I's experience talking to each other and to other dads, it's that bonding with child and it's the time being with child. And I don't know what it would be like. I mean, I feel like I should bond with Jackson because I recognise my own face in him. Hmm. Um, and I wonder if there's a, you know, you, you had any problem with a bonding with Louis. Well, I think when... But as you say, I was doing antisocial hours. When he was born, I was working at night, so working until sort of midnight. Which, and But when he was first born, it actually worked out quite well because, of course, babies go to sleep at about six mm. o'clock when yeah. they're very young. Um, and then what, when he was got a bit older and Sophie went back to work, so uh, she had him at home for for a lot. And I, But because I was working evenings, I, ha- I was there in the morning until sort of two o'clock in the afternoon I was starting work at maybe three in the afternoon so actually it meant that I had quite a long day oh, okay. with them both so we could Great. go and do nice walks so and you're lucky in that sense yeah absolutely I mean I'm lucky in a sense that I never slept no <laughs> lucky in a issues, sense that I got yeah. the bonding yeah um, and then when he was a little bit older and Sophie went back to work I ended up because I did a four-day week, so longer days, but four-day week rather than a five-day mm. week, which meant that I had worked Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and had Thursday and Friday off. And so what we ended up doing is putting Louis into a childminder Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I had him all day Thursday and mm. all day Friday when I was working evenings, um, which, again, was brilliant for bonding, but terrible for my sleep. <laughs> yeah, so I was working nights and then on the bounce going into looking after him, but I was, I was always very aware that I wanted to make time to bond with him and, and make sure yeah. that it wasn't an issue. And I, but of course, the same with you guys. I had the paternity, in inverted mm. commas, leave. So I had the two weeks. Okay. And then on the bounce back to work. And it is yeah. it is a difficult thing because obviously you come home and there's your child. And of course, with Sophie with breastfeeding, uh, you know, and, and then he's crying and you want to help. I remember you saying this on one of the podcasts. But you can't because the only one who will comfort yeah. is yeah. is is yeah. the breastfeeding one. But you know, I I did work. Try, I tried to work very hard to get. Yeah, I find I'm finding 
the more I kind of understand about being a parent is you're going to have a different relationship with your child than your partner's going to have. Yeah. And the sooner that realisation hits, the easier it is to kind of understand your relationship with mm. the child. I, I, I can't, I'm not going to have exactly the mm. same relationship that my wife has with, with Jackson. Um, and he's going to look for to her for different things. But then he, as he gets older and he's starting to talk, he looks at me for different things. Yeah. And I think that's probably the same whatever kind of form of parenting yeah. or, or however parenting looks in your house, yeah. that relationship is, is, is going to be... And I think, you know, that he looks to... So- in a way, because he looks to Sophie for cuddles. So yeah. cuggles, mama, mummy, sorry, cuggles, mummy. I get, I get it wrong yeah, sometimes. Yeah. He gets it wrong sometimes. Uh, you know, cuggles, mummy. And, and I say, well, can I have a cuddle? No. Yeah, no, no, I can't be. But he comes to me when he wants to do puzzles, yeah. or he wants to play his marble run, which is driving me bonkers at the moment. Okay. It's his, his new favourite okay. toy, which he breaks, mm. and then I have to fix. But it's interesting that you're saying you have those. You do clearly yeah. have quite defined roles. Absolutely, role. mm. and I think it's mummy and mama. It's, it, 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 rather than mummy and daddy, you do still. Yeah, I suppose I, almost naturally, do you kind of fall well, into those? I, I, think, I deal with this. You deal with that. I think that's what what I thought piqued my interest when I was listening to the podcast mm. as well. I was thinking, gosh. This is this is basically what happens at our mm-hmm. house, uh, but but the only difference is that there's no gender here. But that's what's fascinating about it is that it's not a gendered split; it's just a parental split. Mm. So regardless of you know who who the parents might yeah. be, you know you might have you know even if you've got two siblings yeah. raising a child together for whatever yeah, reason yeah. that might happen, yeah. one of them will take one role yeah. and the other will take the other. Well, on the gender note, one thing that I wonder is that. As you've probably noticed from listening to it, sometimes I struggle with the idea that I can't be as involved as I want to be and mm. his mum is his mum and that she, she has certain things that you know mm. she, only she can do. I suppose part of the way I resolve that with myself is, well, I, you know, I'm dad, I'm, I'm the man in the, in the relationship and therefore I have to do those things. And I wonder if sometimes, because you're the other woman in the relationship, whether that's almost more difficult to separate, to kind of resolve that and, because maybe there's a part of you that wants to, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Even more absolutely. so than I do, maybe there's a part of you as a woman that wants to have all those things that yeah. Sophie maybe has as, as the sort of maternal side of it. Yeah, and I think that, I think it does make it more difficult. And I think, uh, but you just, I mean, you just have to take a running jump and get over it, I suppose, I suppose really. You know, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, because, you know, much as I might want all of all of those, you know, the cuddles stuff, and then there is a plus side, which is I don't have to do the 3am cuddles, <laughs> you know, yeah. so, there, so there's an up and a downside of it. And I think, but I think as a woman in the situation, the only thing I found is that, that although I know you've said as being a dad these days, you have to be everything. Mm-hmm. I found that being a woman in that, in the situation, the only thing is I feel it, I think I feel it even more strongly that the urge to do everything, yeah. to be mm-hmm. everything. And I think Sophie feels that as well, but then there's two women in that situation both being working mothers and then what interestingly because of then when I went back to work now do I just do I am I a working mother but well, I am a working mother yeah. but I'm not you're a working parent well I'm a working parent but yeah. you know people say oh I'm a working mother and then I sort of think talking to someone at work who's other women at work who have got children and then I'm rushing off but yeah. I think well I'm not I'm, I'm yeah. mummy number two as it were yeah. Yeah. but so am I less valid as a working mother, just, or do, does that make really sense? No, it does. I, it's I, a really I, interesting question. Yeah, I mean, so, I, and I haven't quite resolved that yeah, yet. So yeah. <laughs> we often talk about our podcast, and we're, we're kind of like you know we're, we're London metropolitan. We're in a certain environment, and we're living a certain lifestyle. And you know, parenting looks different all over the place. I, I wonder if that, that those kind of terms, working mother, working dad, 
are entirely useful mm. to, 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 to parenting moving forward. And in fact, working parent would yeah. be more useful term for, for, for people to get their head around, mm. you know, what they do. Because I think a working mother carries so many negative connotations mm. from history um, and not even history, even today, you know, certain certain newspapers might view a working mother in a particular way. Certain headlines on certain front pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, a working dad, if you say you're a working dad, it kind of conjures up for me some kind of idea of this man picking up his lamp and trudging tr- down the cobbled streets to go and dig some coal out of the ground <laughs> with his sandwiches tucked under yeah. his arm. And, or, or a man in a bowler hat going off to work and, you know, yeah. and working in the city. And I, I think maybe things are changing. Hopefully things are changing. I appreciate that those roles still do exist, but I, I wonder, it, you know... I think, you know, I mean, I think that what you're saying, I think there's more of a, a level playing field in a weird way, but the way that you talk, Steve, about being a dad and the way that you talk mm. about being a dad, Richard, that you're much more co-parents than mm. you are dads and mums mm, in yeah. as much as that those those traditional roles of dad goes to work and works eight hours a day and then comes home and mum's at home and has cooked mm. just doesn't really exist and because it can't and I mean we, we were talking about the headlines you know the why do was it why do 10 one in 10 how many yeah. mothers work and the reason is because we need to because yeah. because we can't afford not to yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you both have to work then there has to be a levelling out yeah, of, yeah. of that parenting. Yeah. And I think, as you say, it's not useful to be working mother, working father. Yeah. We are all parents. And I think what what you might find as dads and what I perhaps found being not the mummy um, <laughs> is that in a weird way, because I'm not the mummy, I'm the parent yeah. too, as it yeah. were, that you feel like you aren't as justified leaving work to go and do these things or taking time off to, mm. to go and do that. But you are just as valid mm. yeah. because why should your wife or your partner feel more pressure to yep. do that just because she pops out the baby? But it's interesting you know. that you're, the, the impression I'm getting here, and you may disagree with this, is almost like you're kind of a, a glimpse into perhaps the future where actually maybe Steve and I are a bit caught in that kind of old kind of yeah. definition of like what a dad is, whereas... Hopefully, maybe what where the world is moving to is, as you say, sort of the co-parenting, the idea that actually whether yeah. you're the mum or the dad is neither here nor there. Yeah, and and actually, perhaps this is sort of a little glimpse into where where the world yeah. may be heading. Perhaps. I think it's a good it's a good place for men to look. Yeah, about how parenting can be more equally split because I think still in society men have got kind of the whip hand when it comes to how parenting is defined because it's it's basically down to a dad to sort of say I'm not going to work as much because the mum is going to be the mum is going to be the mum yeah and that, that isn't going to change an awful lot but you're yeah. right it's up to the dad to kind of define his role yeah it's mm. it's yeah to define his role and and facilitate a woman who has to take some time off because of changes to her body, you know, generally, and, and society is still set set up for women to take the predominant amount yeah. of time. I think it needs for guys or men to be wanting some more it's, of well, that. You have to, to stand up and be counted. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Yeah. This is what you are, yeah. the forefront yeah. of this, guys. <laughs> I, I want to see some action. You know, <laughs> but you, in order for it to change, it, I think the... You, you guys, I think, are at the forefront, should be saying, actually, no, I'm going to take this time off mm. to do this with my yeah. child. And and not and the, the pro- I think the problem is that none of you want to be judged for it, but will you? 
be judged mm. for it. That's the mm. problem. It, that's the question, really. Is is there still a judgment in many places of work where if a dad or um, does that, that actually they are judged as not oh, being... I, I, I have no doubt. Yeah. I'm sure there is. I think there the is. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, again, as Steve pointed out earlier, you know, we are in London, we are in the media, we are what some people would call the liberal metropolitan elite. I'm sure if you looked out across the country, I'm sure there'd be all manner of places yeah. where their people would be, you know, there'd be eyes would roll at the idea this of is, a man taking shared parental yeah. leave. What are you talking about? You know, I, this is a very easy conversation mm. for Rich and I to have. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a Not lot harder, I imagine, elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and would be fascinated to hear from people uh, if they want to email us at um, firsttimedads at trinitymirror.com to share their experiences elsewhere yeah, in the country or, you know, even, you know, elsewhere in the world. We've you know, got a few listeners all over the place. Mm. Um, yeah, to, to tell us what their what their experience and the difficulties and challenges that they face as, as, as dads wanting to do a bit more of a modern mm. dadding, mm. if you like. And if you... Um, had any reaction that has been less than positive to to the kind of uh, uh, you know family set family setup mm. that you've got? No, I'll be uh, totally honest with you. Mm. No, really? not good. at Great. all. But having said that, as you've just one second ago mentioned, you know we do. I do live in Walthamstow mm. in East London. It's yeah. very um, it's a very inclusive and prog- sort of progressive place, really. And mm. as I said, there's a couple of um, other gay families around the yeah. corner. Um, and honestly, I, I haven't. And uh, interestingly, we took Louis to had croup the other day, bless him, <laughs> to A and E. It was the sure, second yeah. time. The second time we'd had it, so we were just like, oh, chuck him in the car, come on A and E. And when we went with, we had this little side room, and the doctor said, "So which one of you is the mummy?" And I said, "Well, we both are." Yeah. And he didn't react to it. You know, he just sort of said, "Okay." And then, and then he went off. And then we got ourselves ready, and we were taking him yeah. home. And we walked out, and it looked like the whole sort of paediatric A&E team <laughs> had come out to just have a quick look <laughs> at the two mummies. And they weren't doing it in any sort of no. terrible way, but it was clearly like... Curiosity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they were all just there and Louis sort of looked up and they were all looking at us. And yeah. like, just wave at the nice people, Louis. And, and that's, that is indicative of the reaction that, that we've had. Yeah. Is a very curiosity. much a curiosity, absolutely. And I've never had any overt um, kind of hostility yeah. about it. Um, you know, and long may that continue. Exactly, yeah. and I mean, if we did, I would deal with it. You know, yeah. I think in a very sort of calm manner because, but but I suppose people see you and they see well, there you are, just being a family. And the yeah. more that people like myself and Sophie and Louis are just because it's strangely, I was talking to some friends of mine about this. I've got a lot of straight friends who have got families, and I said, oh, you know, because we're a, uh, we're a gay family, and they said, God, you know what? I don't even think of you. Mm-hmm. As yeah. being anything but Sophie and Anne and Louis, yeah. they don't think there's our gay friends with their yeah. child. It's just we're just us, and we we think of ourselves as actually quite a traditional yeah. family. Sophie yeah. and I, yeah. you know, which which possibly sounds odd to people <laughs> maybe who are listening, but we just think we're we're quite we're quite yeah. a traditional family. We just happen to be two women who yeah. are in a fairly traditional. I'm, I'm going to ask a question, that, and I hope this doesn't come across the wrong way because I'm I'm asking because I think there'll be people wondering it. Are there any things that, without that, without there being the again inverted commas traditional dad figure in the in the family, are there any things that you feel that maybe are missing? Are there any things you sometimes worry that maybe Louis not getting that he would have got otherwise? I think uh, I have thought about this. So it's not it's not a question I haven't thought about, but I think that at his age, no, mm. I think he because of, because of the age that he's at, yeah, it, it, no. he just he's he's not he's not gendered as such. He's just 
he's just going to to nursery now so he's just starting to understand we, we bought him a um a bib a new bib for because he's a mucky pup and we we bought him a pink one because it was yeah that was just the one that was in the shop but we yeah. gave it to him and he said no coco's coco is his uh is his um cousin who's girl no, it's not not Louis Coco's. So he's starting. He's already got it. He's suddenly starting to get that. We're like, yeah, where's that come from? But um, but he's still, I think, at this age, too young to be missing that sort of you know that sort of role. But perhaps perhaps when he's older, will he will have want want that, and he'll then say to us, "I want something, you know, I want something more." But then maybe Daddy will get more involved in that sense. I wonder if as he gets older, it's it's other children. Yeah. Who will ask him a question that will cause him to question? Yeah, and he'll come what, home what, with that. What's going? And, but the, from what it sounds like, you know, the setup that you've got with um, Louis' biological father is that because he's still around. If someone says, "Where's your daddy?" he can say, "Lives in Paris." <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And then the, the yeah. kid will then go home to their parents and say, "Louis's got two mummies and a daddy," and then that 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 starts a conversation rather than. It being yeah. Louis saying, "I haven't got a I daddy. Haven't got, I've I'm got missing. Two yeah. M- I mean, he's he's got he's got extra yeah, exactly. rather than yeah, yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, less. Yeah. Which yeah. not which is not to say that in any way that that say two two women who who do, who have a, an anonymous donor or two men who have a surrogate aren't a complete well, family. But no. but we just it's just the way it's happened with us. But what's interesting is that any when I've gone into his nursery and uh, Sophie's taken Louis in before, uh, and then when I go in. I say, oh, I'm Louis' mama, and they just say, oh, hello, Louis' mama. Mm-hmm. We met Louis' mummy, you know, and yeah. and their, their their reaction as children is very much like, hmm, cool, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And a friend of mine who's got a, a four four year old, and he said, Louis's got two mummies. That's so cool. <laughs> and I thought, well, absolutely, it's it is quite cool. I mean, you don't find a lot of two, three, four-year-olds who are discriminated against people. You don't find a lot of homophobic or racist two, three, <laughs> no, four-year-olds, do you? That, isn't it? And it, that, but that, you I've always thought... That it's that's uh, exactly not it. I've always thought, well, that just proves, doesn't it, that that gets put upon people yeah, by absolutely. negative influences around them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, because... because there are, it's, it's, there is, it's so much more prevalent now mm. to, to have that kind of family that we're bringing, and we are not going to then move Louis some, some to some somewhere where we feel he's going to be open to that kind of, mm. uh, because we're Londoners, we're both Londoners, we were mm. born and bred in London, mm-hmm. um, we're going to probably live our, the rest of our lives in London, and so will Louis until he chooses not to. But you know, we're, he's always going to be in an environment where it's not that odd, and also children. Children will accept all these things, and yeah. you know the more that happens, the more that he'll be growing up with kids who who just see it as part of everyday life. So, have you got brothers and sisters? I've got one. I've got one brother and one sister. Fine. So you've grown up with a teenage boy. Yes. So that's <laughs> on the distant horizon. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is is will be the interesting yeah. part, I imagine. Yeah. I um, think but that, maybe this is one for us to revisit. Come back to me when, yeah. he, when he starts going. Because I was thinking about this earlier when I was thinking I was going to see you guys. That he when he hits teenager, it'll suddenly be like, I didn't ask to have two mums. Why have yeah, I got you? So embarrassing. Yeah. And you think, well, but you'll, Richard, probably be embarrassing for whatever reason. Absolutely. Steve, for whatever I reason. I already yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the beauties of being a parent, isn't it? Is the, mm, is the prospect of embarrassing. Well, that's why they say fill your boots with cuddles and kisses and all that kind of stuff <laughs> now. I mean, last yeah. night, uh, we were. I got home and did Christmas shopping and Jackson was having his bath and came out of his bath and mummy was going to put him to bed and he looked around and he was like, no daddies, 
So, and put his hand up as if to say, leave the room. This is, mummy was going to put me to bed and she's going to drive me. No daddies. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Cheers. I'll, I'll go then. He's like, bye bye. <laughs> and so I left. Uh, and that's yeah. the beginning, isn't it? That's yeah. the first step towards Absolutely. not wanting anything from me apart from money. Yeah. <laughs> and the other car ride. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The exactly. Lift A lift at 1am when yeah. you can't exactly. sleep because you don't know exactly. where they are. Absolutely. But I suppose there will be there will be those challenges because I get as you say at the moment everything is very innocent and lovely and sweet. But as as any kid, regardless of what their family setup is at home, any kid is going to encounter these problems. Kids Absolutely. are going to you know they're going to get picked on at school. They're going to get they're going to have people saying nasty things. Yeah, and I mean I think you know pe- people get picked on because they've got the wrong colour hair or they've got they wear glasses mm. or you know they might walk with a limp or mm. there, there is and you can't negate every mm, thing that is going to affect how people see you but mm. it's just about how you deal with them and I think that's the lesson that we need to t- that I'm trying to instill in Louis mm. is that, that that if they have a problem mm. that's their problem yeah. you don't have a problem you've got two three people who love you very much mm. and the rest of your family who love you very much mm. um, there's nothing wrong with you or us so yeah. if they have a problem then there's something wrong with them I think mm. that's the lesson I think that's I a very because oh, I was going to ask if you'd already kind of pictured those conversations but clearly you very much it's, have because you've already got yeah. your line if you yeah, see what I mean absolutely and I think it's you've got to be calm and accept that you know that there will come a time in his life that someone will say mm. something hurtful to him yeah. and it's just how he deals with that I think that how has it how has it changed without wanting to pry Sophie in your relationship um, because Rich and I have talked about the effect that child has on your you know, domestic bliss, if you like, or, or whatever the version of domestic bliss it was before. Yeah. Because there was, you know, there are, to put it mildly, some stresses and strains that mm. come with being a parent. Yeah. Um, has it changed? You know, I, I think immeasurably it's changed our relationship. I think anyone mm. who says it hasn't is insane or has enough money to have a nanny. I think. Yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> because it just does, doesn't yeah. it? And it, we, we, I was listening to you talking about um, on being on holiday. Mm. And for example, things like that, this changed forever, really, isn't it? Yeah, we were absolutely. thinking of going on holiday and we were thinking, well, maybe we should take someone with us mm. so that we can actually have two seconds spare. to Paris. Yeah, yeah, But yes, it, I think it has. But, but I think what someone has said this to me, and I agree completely, is that in a weird way, the before child, the BC, becomes a sort of a foggy place mm. of sort of before land where you think, do you remember those days when we used to watch Saturday Kitchen? And, it's the golden age. You know, yeah. And, but then it, trying to imagine your life, BC, becomes impossible because, you know, every single part, you look around my house, I mean, as I said before, it's like an explosion in a toy shop my house now, mm-hmm. which I, I, I sort of never thought it would be like that. I always thought we'd be nice and tidy. Um, but, but you, it, yes, it does change everything. And I think it's changed... Um, the way we, we, you know, we've suddenly sort of started slipping into calling each other mummy. Not not when he's not there. We're not that bad. But, you know. <laughs> oh, I can't see. ever be those people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, <laughs> it's like, where's your child? Hey, mummy. Hey. Yeah. But you do start sort of calling calling each other mummy. And then you we realised we went out for um, a bit of time without Louis. And we were talking about him. It's like, why are we talking about him? Stop mm. talking about him now. Like, love him. But yeah, we've is... literally got an hour where we're, where he's not here. Stop it it's, now. This is so familiar to yeah, to my experience. It, it, you know, it's it's a real... It, 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 it's been really interesting to kind of... just. It's exactly the same. It's exactly the there same. There is no that's, difference. That's what I'd say in yeah. summary, is that actually it's been really enlightening because... 
maybe this is me sounding really naive and ignorant. I don't know what I was expecting to, to get from this conversation, but the thing that I've taken from it completely is that it is exactly the same experience. Exactly. And you're right. It, it's not to do with gender at all. It is to do with the role. And, you know, as you say, the role, I think you described it as parent too, mm. which is essentially what everything we've talked about in every episode we've done has all been about the fact that we are parent too, that parent one has a very specific role an almost biological role, and then we, as parent too, whether it be as men or women, mm. have have to sort of find our way and yeah. what we're doing with and it. And that's like a sliding scale up and down of the, the amount of involvement parent too. Absolutely. And you can control that a little bit, but then some things you can't you can't control. Yeah. And in a strange way, you have to shape your parental role around parent number one. Yeah. yeah. Depending on what kind of temperament or what kind of working hours or what you then sort of have to become. And it's interesting. I think it's good... As a person, I think it's good for one's yeah. personal growth mm. <laughs> to yeah. sound a bit sort of, you know, that, that you, you have to learn to do that and shape yourself a little bit more. I'd be interested to hear from any dads that are listening who have got partners who went back to work after, say, a month mm. of taking mm. parental leave, to, uh, to maternity leave, to see how that changes things. Because the, the, the parent one role is very much shaped by time with baby I think and if the mum goes back to work after a month say as I think possibly maybe someone at Facebook did famously went back after three weeks um, then then I wonder how that changes the relationship of parent too but if you if you are that parent and you're listening to this and going that's me please email Rich and I um, because we'd like to hear from you uh, at firsttimedads at trinitymirror.com because we're always looking for new um, and and, and different uh, ways that parenting looks in Mm. uh, in today indeed and i guess on that note we should probably we should probably wrap up it's been very it's been really very enlightening i feel like i've learned a lot this yeah. morning which no, is been, great it's been uh, it's been great thanks for coming I yeah. thanks for having it. us into your house yeah. 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 coffee and we're going to eat those mince you pies you do now. need to eat those mince pies yeah. and staring and, at us uh, now happy christmas <laughs> happy christmas to you <laughs> last one right uh thanks for listening everybody and tune in next time cheers <laughs>